0: Welcome to the Exploring Awareness podcast. Join Dr. Frank Anderson and Lisa Berry in exploring new ways to live in this chaotic world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places.
1: Hi, and welcome to the Exploring Awareness podcast. I'm Lisa Berry here with Dr. Frank Anderson, still recording via Zoom. The pandemic still it's fading out now, right? That's what
0: what we're saying. Lisa, we're on episode 51 already. We're on the other side of 50, and we've been through pre-pandemic, pandemic, and post-pandemic, and now post-post-pandemic? I don't know. We're. I spoke to an expert
1: this week, and he said pandemics don't end. There's, it's, there's no dualistic way. It doesn't work dualistically. There's not a beginning and an end. They fade out gradually. So we're in the fading out period right now.
0: Can you imagine that we're in the fading mm. out of this pandemic?
1: That's in the United States where we're broadcasting from other countries. And we know that we are listened to around the world. Not so lucky so far, but you know, we've powered through and we've had some great conversations and I know I'm learning and hopefully you listening are learning a lot about awareness through these conversations. So we've yeah. learned
0: a lot, right? We, we have, but I was going to say, this brings up an issue that, um, in india where the mm, pandemic is just right. raging and the inequities you know in health access are yeah. so rampant there and there is an app there that our podcast is on in india and so welcoming all of our listeners in india and we have quite a few episodes on coronavirus yeah. dealing with fear of the coronavirus okay. and dealing with problems with the coronavirus and I would encourage everyone to go back and listen to those and see if it might be helpful. Right. Yes, we're on the Ghana podcast app in India.
1: Wow. And
0: uh, for all of our Indian listeners, we would like to send our best wishes.
1: Yes. And
0: uh, really hope that things can settle down there, and that, that somehow the world can work on erasing global health inequities. That's, you know, that's been one of my professional activities, you know, in my career. And I was really concerned about global health inequity. So it brings it really out into the fore. And we are fortunate in the U.S. that we are, you know, seeing the end of the pandemic. What we were going to talk about today is kind of practice and reestablishing ourselves in practice. We've had a couple of episodes recently, right? We talked about the joy And uh, we talked about unity. Yes. And how did those episodes land with you, Lisa?
1: I love them. I'm all about joy and and unity. I, I think unity was pretty intense because we discussed how we are all really one. You shared the information on it, and I definitely heard it and agreed with it. I think it's a concept that might be difficult for a lot of people. It didn't. It's not difficult to do, but it might be difficult to accept or understand, or really put into practice. So, I mean, all these things we've talked about. How do we put them into practice? I I, I think uh, you could help us along those lines. Yeah,
0: right. Because so much of this material can seem esoteric, aha, and yes. approachable, right? And you know, and I I love all the spiritual teachers out there on Twitter and mm-hmm. the. But you know, so you read these little memes and things and it's and and they they sound good. <laughs> You've been reading these your whole life as I have as well. Right. And and we're now we're talking about the nitty-gritty. How do you actually put it into practice? And I've had some great feedback from people that listen to this podcast, you know, and they listen to it on a regular basis and they're kind of get the idea of just doing something on a on a daily basis. But I'd like to take it out a little further and then not just you have to do something, you know, it's not just about adding another chore to your life. It really is developing a resilience, connecting to your strength so that you can make it through a pandemic or you can make it through a career change or make it through a relationship change or whatever is happening. You know, where is your resilience? all your strength to carry this through.
1: Well, where does one's strength come from? What do you think?
0: Yeah. Lisa, where do you think someone's strength comes
1: from? Uh, That's something I'm working on personally. That's why I'm kind of laughing that you even brought that up right now. Because it's, it's not easy. It's there. I really do think it's there. So I think, is it something you become aware of that? Hey, you know, we're, you're become, you're aware of the joy and the love and the unity that's already there. So you are, we all have the same capacity for strength and resilience.
0: Oh, of course. Of course. Okay.
1: Wait, wait, wait. You can't just say it that simply, of course we do.
0: Well, I have no question that in, in the unity of all beings, we all have that uh, possibility. But but here here is where I think we have to work on the nitty gritty, because it's not just like, boom, this happens. And one of the teachers that I really learned a lot from, and we've mentioned this before, uh, his name is Adyashante, and um, that's his uh, spiritual name. And you know, when people study spiritual things that they are given names, I don't exactly no. know what Ajishante means, but he also has a regular, you know, Western name as well. Uh-huh. But he he goes by that name. And Ajishante put together a really cool stripped down version of some spiritual teachings called the way of liberation. And in that book, he talks about five foundations. And so What I thought we would do is use those five foundations and kind of translate them into into everyday activities. And maybe this will help answer your question about about strength.
1: Okay, so I think we need to start
0: with what do you
1: mean by liberation?
0: Yeah, well, can I read the uh, little paragraph at the beginning? Sure, yeah, please do. So here's the preface from the book. He says, this book is a clue left behind, a means of remembrance and a guide to waking up from your imagined status as a person to what you really are. The teachings contained within this book are a condensed version of my core teachings. In order for the teaching to have any effect, you must apply it with utmost dedication Be forewarned, applying these teachings may be damaging to your beliefs, disorienting to your mind, and distressing to your ego. From the perspective of waking up to reality, these are good things to be cultivated. From the perspective of ego, they are to be avoided at all costs. The choice is entirely yours. And so, when we talk about liberation, in this particular case, he's about waking up from the imagined status of the person to what you really are. And what we've been talking about is identifying as awareness. When you're able to see who you really are, is the awareness of your thoughts and emotions, right? So, people use the word waking up, um, identifying as awareness knowing your true self, you know, all of these different words kind of mean the same thing. So when you say what is liberation, it's hard to use a word for what that is, right? But you'll know it when you get it. And it's something we want? Well, that's a great question. Is it something that you want? And one of the first foundations that uh, Shante talks about is clarifying your aspiration. Ah. So, You know, what is your aspiration? Hmm. What do you want? Do you know what you want, what your aspiration is? Do you mean
1: like how you want to live your life, how you want to feel, what you want to do to earn a living? I mean, there's a lot of different aspirations you can have, which are we talking about?
0: Well, we're actually talking about this kind of a spiritual aspiration.
1: Okay. So I don't know if this is what you mean. I want to feel peace. I want to connect to my joy. I want to be happy and share happiness. Are those the aspirations you're talking about? Or I want to make a lot. Is it I want to make a lot of money and I want to take care of my family and I want to travel? I mean, I think you can have a lot of
0: different aspirations. So I think that for when we're talking about entering this practice, listening to this podcast, following along with us, It's something to consider, to be really clear about what your aspirations are. And yeah, these aren't material aspirations. These are spiritual aspirations. And you and I have talked about benefits before, right? I know you like to think about benefits. And we've talked about how the benefits are kind of indirect, right? Because when you kind of open to the present moment, as it is, then life kind of evolves differently and there can be a benefit in that, but it's, it's not done for the goal of a benefit. And so aspirations about living in the present moment, perhaps understanding what it means to identify as awareness or to, you know, feel your authentic truth you know maybe those are all different types of aspirations that you may want to articulate for yourself and clarify
1: well, i think that's one of the well i was going to say benefit that's one of the benefits of this podcast because these spiritual aspirations are really pretty basic and simple but yet i feel like they do require a lot of awareness and exploration and conversation and when, you know, as I've said many times, you hear the word awareness all the time, but what does it really mean? And we talked, this is our 51st episode of talking about what it really means. And so to talk about liberation and aspirations, and it sounds so simple, what you're saying, the bottom line is be in this present moment. Every Ram Das, be here now. Don't time travel. Everything is about being in this present moment and being aware of this present moment.
0: Right exactly and that that can be an aspiration and it's not that easy to do as we both know it sounds easy but it's not <laughs> no, it sounds easy right and you know what the thing about it is you know some people are going along in their life they're very unconscious and they're like oh i would mm-hmm. just like to try this out and you know i would like to be happier and mm-hmm. then other people and a lot of people come to this work because they have real Issues in their life. And I don't mean simple issues. I mean complex, very complex issues, very hard issues, Uh very real issues, right? And sometimes it's very hard to make sense out of life when you've got these issues going on. And, you know, the pandemic was one of them. How do you make sense of this? And there are these paradoxes and there are these impossibilities. And sometimes that brings you to this place where you know there's got to be a better way. There's more to life than than these conditions. And so that sometimes brings people to the spiritual practice. So clarifying that aspiration I think is the is like the first step, or he would call the first foundation. And what we started off with, you know, how do you do this? Now, the other, the second part is this unconditional follow through, right? So you make that clarification of your aspiration. Then what? I mean, that's just the first step, right? Right now, you know, you kind of have entered. A journey, you know, you started on the path. You said, Well, you know what? I'm gonna make a decision to try to find something a little bit deeper, to some find something a little bit m- more meaning in my life at, at a deeper level. And so, you know, what is it that you're going to do or let go of doing, like he says, following through has to do with what you are willing to do or let go of doing and that can be difficult. And that's why at the beginning he says, you know, it can be very damaging to your beliefs. I mean, if you've got some preconceived ideas and beliefs that are giving you problems, you may have to let go of those. Mm. And that may not be easy to do because that could be your, who you think you are. But, you know, you let go of them and you find out you're still yourself, but mm. you're, now you're free, right? So it's it's not necessarily... To get some future benefit, like we talked about, and here again, he talks about spirituality does not have to do with time or what can be achieved in time, it has to do only and always with the eternal present. Not right, even, you're losing uh, me, <laughs> the, <laughs> just, the eternal present. So, you know, it's eternal presence. presence, eternal present. What does that mean? Well each moment as it is and then you know they accumulate but you're staying in the present moment and it's kind of the eternal present moment as opposed to the time traveling like we talked about before Mm. so it's really like you're not saying that this practice is supposed to gain you something in the future it's just supposed to keep you in the present moment forever
1: okay please say that again Because I think that goes along with my benefits thing. And I think that's really important what you just said.
0: Right, right. So the goal of spiritual practice is not something to achieve in the future, but it's to keep you in the present moment as much as possible.
1: And thus, I think of you talking about present moment awareness.
0: Yes. Present
1: moment awareness. That's a great example of of
0: that. Right. And present moment awareness is the only thing. That's really true. (laughs) So simple
1: yet so deep, I think.
0: Right. You have to feel into it and you can't be pulled out by your thoughts and emotions. I mean, you can be, but you become aware of it and then you're back in present moment awareness, right? So you're compassionate with yourself. You flip flop and you do all these things and you go back to the present moment. You just settle back there. You know, you do it over and over and over again. And I think that's what he means by unconditional follow through so that you don't like, of course, you're going to get discouraged. And of course, you're going to get pulled way off track. But you've already set your intention and now you're doing unconditional follow through. So it's like, okay, come back to the present moment. Join us back here in the present moment. I like that. Now I get it. Unconditional follow through. You just keep coming back to the present moment. Just keep doing it because, Uh, you know, you've clarified your aspirations and you're on the path. You're on the path. I'm on the path. We're all on this path to this authenticity, this, this truth, this, this quest for peace that we can find in the present moment, you know, but we're going to have to all keep working on it. Present moment, awareness, exploring awareness, identifying as awareness, et cetera, et cetera.
1: I always like when people use the term like radical before something. So I almost feel like unconditional awareness is like radical awareness.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it is radical. It's very different than what is normal life.
1: To me, radical means... Very intentional, like, mm-hmm. it's like, like. I'm one of my favorite things. I interviewed Anne Lamott once, the the writer, and she talked about radical self care. And I think when you put radical in front of it, it sounds more intense. I don't know. It's like, it's we're gonna not. I'm just gonna have self compassion, but I'm
0: a radical self compassion. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like a strong intention, right? Yes. It's right. Like setting yes. Intention very, very strongly. Yeah. Now the next foundation is one that I really like. I mean, I think it's really helpful and helpful for our listeners as well. It says, never abdicate your authority. Mm.
1: And that you know is a great word, lesson
0: to learn. Such a great lesson to learn. It is. You know the word abdicate. Do you remember when the Pope abdicated? <laughs> you don't hear that word very often. But no, right. The Pope kind of resigned and he abdicated his popeship or whatever. Mm. Well, The quote here is, this means that you take full responsibility for your life and never forfeit it over to someone else. He says, there's no such thing as riding the coattails of an enlightened being to enlightenment itself. Okay, what? (laughs) That's an interesting way to put it. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes this spiritual work that we're doing and you get someone who's farther down the path than others um they can create a cult-like following Mm. there can be some fundamentalism There can be kind of magical thinking there can be really high expectations there can be all kinds of things that happen and having a good teacher is really really important but you know, we are all equal in this. And uh, you know, did you ever see the movie Kumare?
1: No, you've talked about it, though. I've yet to see it.
0: Did we talk about it on the episode yeah. before? I love that movie. It's, yeah. People should watch it. And you can see this is a great, great example. When this, this guy, I um, mean, he's a, like a, a tech guy. And he's from India. And he plays a little trick on people. And he lets his hair grow out. He puts on robes, he makes up teachings, and people start following him, and they abdicate their authority to him. They ride his coattails, but it turns out he's not a spiritual teacher at all, and for some people, it's very disappointing, and for some people, it's very enlightening. It's like, Mm. oh boy, I've totally abdicated my authority to that person, and now I've learned not to. So it's something to be really careful about. And um, it's my clear understanding that every person has their their own ability to discover the truth within themselves.
1: Well, to me, it's kind of like, don't give yourself away. And if you love yourself enough, then don't look to somebody else to make you feel a certain way. Don't give them your power. And I've I've been having this conversation with a mutual friend of ours about power, because that's not a word that I really like, but there is positive power and positive aggression, I'm told. And you have your own self, well, for most of us in most countries, your own self-will and your own self-power and don't give it to somebody else. And I, I, again, that's something that to me seems easier said than done.
0: Well, sure, because, you know, people really like to have someone tell them what to believe and tell right. them to do. Yeah. And um, you got to look into that and see where that comes from, Why? why that's still the case. You know, I was raised Catholic and you have the priest is called father and mm-hmm. you're the child and that relationship mm-hmm. gets maintained. And I think that was really common 200 years ago. And people did look at that parish priest as their father figure. These days, we don't need that same relationship. Well, that was
1: speaking of fathers. The one lesson that I got from my father was to think for yourself. And he said it all the time. Think for yourself. And that has really become pretty useful because it makes you feel more authentic and you make, helps you not give your authority away because you're thinking for yourself
0: right or discovering for yourself like like you know he says here a spiritual teaching is a finger pointing toward reality but it isn't reality itself Mm. right so you know it's like you you hear some spiritual teaching but it's like the, the words aren't what it is it's just pointing to something He says, a good spiritual teaching is something that you work with and apply, and in doing so, it works on you, often in a hidden way, and helps reveal to you the truth and falseness that lies within you. So you kind of let these things percolate in you to kind of feel then what the truth is. Whose
1: truth? Your truth? Your own truth. I always have a hard time with reality because I think what is reality? You know, reality is whatever you say it is to me that if you really get down to it. But so you're talking about your truth. Who whose truth or what truth are we talking about?
0: Oh, we're talking about the absolute truth. We're not talking about conditioned truth.
1: And the absolute truth is that was a question.
0: Yeah. Well, the answer is within.
1: You're getting good. That was, <laughs> that was such a, a, a such a great answer that truth is within. And there's like, okay, now you got us back in our heads again, trying to figure out exactly what we're talking about here.
0: Yeah. So that's why we'll do meditation, right? To, right. to feel into it, right? Mm-hmm. And our last episode was on unity. And that connects to this idea of truth.
1: Mm, mm mm-hmm
0: right so so to say there is a truth as soon as you say it it's not true anymore (sighs) now the next foundation is to practice absolute sincerity Mm. Mm. i think that that's also part of this humble sincere being kind to yourself being kind to others It's like, drop the judgments, drop the expectations, just genuine, humble. Humility? Humility, yes. Yes, humanity. You know, just accepting the things that happen in our life and not applying all these filters and applying these expectations and judgments that we've learned, right? It's just you know, try to be honest with yourself and honest with others. And this seems like, you know, a sincere practice. It doesn't have to be perfect, right? But just sincere. What, what kind of emotion does that bring up for you? That's
1: I'm um, this is my that's my favorite one. Out of all the ones you've mentioned, to me, I'm I always try to be as authentic as possible. So to me, having humility and being sincere is being authentic and being yourself. And I feel like there's peace and freedom in that. So I think out of all the ones you mentioned, if I had to pick a favorite, well I probably shouldn't, but that was my favorite. <laughs> sorry (laughs) you know i like to quantify things that's
0: that's my way and you ask how do we get to liberation so we're talking about these different things you know your your aspiration um you know you practice with a steadfast integrity and you don't abdicate your authority you that's our uh,
1: new pillow
0: Practice absolutely steadfast
1: integrity. integrity Stead- wow! What a great, what a great term. Have steadfast integrity. Yeah. Is that? Did, did you just say that, or is that something? No, I
0: think that's that's not in this book. So I just came up with that.
1: Good for you. I like that
0: Stead- <laughs> integrity. Oh, well, that's a good one. A new pillow. Yeah. And then the last one is be a good steward of your life. Hmm. And you know that's also self-explanatory. But this is something again mm. where you're part of your intention. How do you want your life to be?
1: And it makes me think that this is, and that's why we have these conversations. It's worth thinking about, you know, a lot of people just kind of go through life and follow what they're told and, and not necessarily relaxed and joyful, but if you put a little thought into it or awareness in this case, you can Feel better and have peace and
0: and accomplish your aspirations. Yes, like I've said before, you know, kind of doing these practices puts your puts you in a different lane uh, or a different. You take an exit off the highway and you're going to land in a different place right. than you would have had you stayed on that other path. I love when you say that. Right, it's kind of you know it takes a while for it to manifest. Let's say but uh, but it is a different you know a different course for your life and things will be different.
1: Can we go back to what you were saying at the beginning though about strength because I think that's kind of where I am on the path right now finding the strength to accomplish your aspirations and and do all these things and and, and were you saying it's like joy the joy that's always there we all have that inner strength within ourselves?
0: Yes, absolutely. And you'll find your inner strength by going through multiple challenges. And you go through these challenges and you'll find the strength, right? Because you keep making it through the challenges. The part of what he says about being a good steward of your life is not using these spiritual practices to avoid any aspect of your life really it's just you have to bring them into consciousness and not kind of avoid them unconsciously so using this spirituality to really examine all aspects of your life all of your life that is your path to finding your strength And I believe you're doing that. And I know that you've made a ton of progress over the year. And I've been doing that too. And so it's really through these multiple episodes of facing the good and the bad that you start to identify with the part of you that stays the same throughout.
1: You say that a lot, that the only way out is through. And I think what you just said was another way of saying that. But wow, what an amazing, powerful, empowering message. Like the strength is always there. And if you, a lot of us like, why is this happening to me? And why does this, you know, why am I not getting what I want? But you're saying the the strength is moving by moving through those experiences.
0: Right. Have we said what you resist, persist?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Have I heard that one before? <laughs> not
0: sure. Yes. No, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. And so all of this to say that there are techniques, there are practices, there there is a, an approach and a way we can position ourselves to do this. And if there's an interest there, you know, to set that aspiration and to, and to just do it with unconditional dedication and, and um, with uh, energy and uh, commitment to be a good steward of your life mm. it really adds a whole new quality and will allow people to, yeah, have that experience that's richer, Deeper, perhaps more authentic. If that's what they're looking for. I mean, I'm not pushing this on anybody. This is certainly all voluntary, if it makes sense for you.
1: We're not going to give our, way, our authority away to you for this. No, no. Don't <laughs> but you know what? Thank anybody. you so much for breaking it down. I think I have such a better understanding of it all. And I like it when I hear things and it's applicable to my life. I'm always looking and searching for those tools. We've talked about tools. And so here you're like, let's talk about Adyashante and you reel off these five things. And I'm like, all right, we're going to, we're going to have to break that down because I do not know what that means. And now I
0: do. So thank you. Very, very oh, grateful. You're very welcome. Well, that's great. Well, let's, uh, let's like do a little guided meditation okay to consolidate some of this because talking and talking and talking gets us only so far and experiencing some of these glimpses of let's say authenticity or truth or strength. you know this is why we meditate because we can, experience it we can catch glimpses of it and they can grow and we do more meditation and we connect more to this part of us and if you're just starting out it's challenging but as you keep doing it week after week month after month you look back and you say, "Wow, there's there's a difference here. Up on a different, there's a different outcome." Now, how do we start with that? We start by getting comfortable in your chair and setting an intention that this is what you want to do what is your intention right now what would you like to see your life like something more peaceful something more authentic and so you sit and you have your intention and now we are going to start exploring awareness of the present moment cultivating present moment awareness You know, and so we're going to start by exploring how to, how to connect to present moment awareness. And the first thing we do is bring awareness to what's happening right here in the present. And one of the things that's happening right here in the present is breathing. And so we can very easily just become aware of the breath. And feel the breath go in, through the nose, and fill the chest cavity with air to a certain point. And then it stops and reverses. is so simple, so obvious. And for some reason, this process of exploring awareness takes what's happening in the present moment and then adds a perspective of mindful awareness to it. So no longer are you just breathing unconsciously, but you're breathing and knowing that you're breathing. And it's just that little shift can turn breathing and from just a function of your body to a spiritual practice. and your entryway into identifying as awareness, connecting to that, whatever that means. And so this takes some energy. It takes some commitment because... these things, these thoughts come, it's like perhaps a belief that this is not gonna help. This isn't doing anything. So there's a doubt, or you might say, well, I'm not breathing right. I'm breathing, I'm controlling my breath. Or I'm breathing, not breathing, I'm not doing it right. Because maybe you've been taught that you don't do things right. Here, it doesn't matter. How you breathe is non judgmental. It's just breathing, and you watch yourself breathe. Maybe it's a short breath, maybe it's a long breath. And some people can't do this, and so just. Obviously, you'll keep breathing, but perhaps the body. You can feel into the body and feel your feet and legs, hips. Feel your body touching the chair or the ground. You feel your hands and your forearms and your elbows and shoulders and your torso. You know, you can be aware that your body's there. Aware of kind of muscle spasms, aware of painful spots. And some people have diseases, cancers, problems with the body could bring that to awareness as present moment, as it is. Noticing resistance and fear, anything associated with that. But for the moment, you're just being aware of your body. And so that's another way to practice awareness. And uh, surely, Your brain has lots of things stored in it, lots of thoughts and ideas and expectations and habits and doubts and judgments and complaints about my voice or whatever. Your brain can come up with lots of things and now we don't have to believe it all. (laughs) <laughs> How you can be aware of it, aware of the stream of thoughts and habits, just like you're aware of the breath. Right? And so those things start to fall off. So, so what emerges is the awareness of these things. It's not affected by thoughts. It's not affected by habits. It's like a steady, strong, stable awareness, mindful Awareness of everything. It stands like a solid tree. While the leaves fall, come and go. And then there may be a... waking up it's like wow this is actually here already and it was clouded over by all this other stuff it's like you can wake up to the truth of being the truth of presence and it's not something you explain but with this practice maybe you're getting a sense of it That's the only way. You'll have to experience it for yourself. And if you've just got too many thoughts or too much going on, go back to your breath. Just practice being aware of your breath. Don't give up, just keep practicing. Be aware of your breath, aware of your body. Watch your thoughts. Watch your emotions. Rest as awareness. And repeat. And as that ability to be aware starts to emerge more and more, that really is embedded with that sense of peace. It's a very loving, joyful, generous place. And so for yourself and then for others. This is not just about finding your own peace, but a peace that we all can achieve together. So remembering our aspirations and practicing with sincerity and not abdicating to someone else. Giving this practice lots of energy and being a good steward of our life. These things to keep in mind as we move through the week. I'm going to try it out and see if it doesn't bring peace to yourself and your family. So we'll stop now with a couple of deep breaths. And open your eyes.
1: You said three really important words in there. Well, I mean, you said a lot of important words, but three really good ones. You said, don't give up. I like that. You know, because a lot of times when you're trying to meditate and... You think, oh, never mind, I'm busy. I can't. You know, your mind starts to run away, or you're like, I'll give up, like halfway through. i was like, no, don't give up. I like that. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Thanks for picking that up. So, you ready, Lisa, for the the, the five foundations of the week? Then, <laughs> I,
1: I, you know what, I I am, and and to talk about strength and to tie bring it all home to that, that was really for me and I hope for people listening really really useful so yes i'm i'm as ready as i can be at this point
0: i'll keep yeah, practicing well, right keep practicing and really appreciate all the teachers that give us all this great information and ajeshante today and all the people that that do this type of work This isn't, isn't one person's ideas. You know, these are universal and timeless ideas. Hmm. Everyone has a different way of teaching them and sharing them with others. And so our podcast is a way to do that too. So I hope it helps people and I hope it contributes to making the world a better place.
1: Absolutely. And if you want to reach out to us, you can email us at exploringawareness at gmail.com. We are on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. You can follow us
0: us there as well. Please send us an email with your questions. Mm. We'd love to answer them. And if you want to even be on the show and talk with us a little bit we would love to entertain that idea as well so thank you so much for listening so long everybody have a great week This podcast is not an attempt to practice medicine or provide specific medical advice, nor does use of this information establish a physician-patient relationship. Listening to this podcast does not replace medical consultation with a qualified health or medical professional to meet the health and medical needs of you or others. If you are having problems, please see your primary care provider or your local mental health professional.